Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. You guys will not believe it, but I actually have Joshua Davis, the owner of Whisperwood Med Spa in Tennessee and Seattle. Welcome, Josh. Hey, girl. How you doing? Ah, I love it. I am so excited to have you here today. But you know, um, we're going to get right into it. How's the weather down there in Tennessee? <clears throat> Um, I'm pretty sure Elsa is pissed off because she's frozen up this entire South and she needs to like, let's, um, let it go, honey. It, it's 2021. Let's let it go. And let's move on let to spring. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so I love that. And so, you know, so I have to ask you because it's like, you know, your story, you know, um, you have this really interesting background. You have a little bit of music, a little bit of science, you know, mm-hmm. and I love it. So tell, tell us a little bit more about your journey into aesthetics and how did you go from music to being a nurse? I know, right. It's like a fun little journey of a un- magical unicorn who's yes. like was lost and he's found his way. Yes. <laughs> no, it's cool. So, you know, um, I started back, I went to Vanderbilt for music and music is like the ultimate love language. You know, it's the universal love language. We all can speak it. We all can feel it. We're, you know, we're word still music speaks. Thank you, Hans Christian Andersen, for that little magic nugget. Um, but it was just the love of my life. And I've always been an artsy guy. <clears throat> and music was kind of my thing. I can't paint or draw like anything. So um, went to school, but I always had a passion for science. So I started out pre-med and music in handy. The love of music truly won me over. And I had to choose. I was like, you're either going to have to go this or you're going to have to go that pre-med and um got a full ride to Vanderbilt on music so I wow. obviously kept the free education oh, <laughs> and wow. I was like here we go <laughs> thank you I was really good at the saxophone um so yeah. that just led over but my senior year I pissed a lot of people off I had a full ride to the graduate program at Peabody at Vandy for music oh, education wow. and I turned it down like to not go I'm so dumb Wait a minute. You turned yeah. on a whole because like I'm in the music world too, because of guys of man, I know I'm a violinist and a pipe organist. So like mm-hmm. knowing that he turned down something to Vandy. Mm. Mm. It was good times. But you know, looking back on it, I at the moment, you know, I would continue that and like take that free paid for masters. But yeah. um looking back on it, I just got burnt out on music. Like it, like it was such a level, it made me hate the saxophone. Like nothing that is wrong with music school, but like girl honey, woo child. You shouldn't be that hard to play the saxophone. Practice rooms, practice rooms yeah. after dark. <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Um, but it like it. So I decided to go. I was like, you know, nursing would be a way that I, I I had like an incident where I ended up in the hospital with a friend and saw what all the nurses were doing. And I was like, you know what, this is cool. So and I, this is a way that I could get back into medical, medical, but also have a life and do music. So I did. I graduated. Vandy went to Belmont Nursing School into an accelerated BSM program, which was uh, about a year and a half to do a four-year degree. It's like doing a Brazilian with duct tape. It's very fast and painful. I don't (laughs) recommend it. So don't recommend that. Um, 
but then I started my journey in trauma, trauma ICU, multi-specialty critical care ICU, cardiac critical care. Um, so I can save your face and save your life. Uh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> And I got, thank you. And I, I got so burnt out on hospital politics and all just the, the nurses eat their young and all this stuff. But I got mm -hmm. my two years of experience and I got into oral surgery and that's where I found aesthetics. And that's where I was like, oh my God, you sexy beast of a thing come <laughs> here. I felt my calling. Yes. And yeah. And I have to thank music for that because the music side, because aesthetics, people think that you could just hop in this little thing, take a four hour course and be a pro at it. I'm just like, ooh, sweetie, I'll be there when you mess up their face because there is so much wow. art to it as much as there is science. And I, I thank music because I think I was able to bridge the science side, music side in the form of aesthetics with art and science together. So it's a beautiful little journey for me. Love that for me. Like <laughs> That's so amazing. And I, and I really love that because there's some people that come in this, they just, like you said, they just think they get the entrepreneur bug and like, oh my God, I know how to use a needle. So now I'm going to do this. And then the people yeah. in these streets are looking crazy. And I'm just like, oh, honey. who'd you go it's to? Like, is, is that a hemorrhoid or your lips? Do you need lip gloss or preparation H? I'm not for exactly. sure. Like, oh my you know? God, that's so ridiculous. So, you know, and I have to ask, do you play the saxophone ever now? Um, okay, so I haven't in like a hot minute. The last time I pulled it out though, I still, like I can't jazz my way out of the paper bag, but I can yeah. classical make you cry honey with a ballad. And I still, Ooh. she still got her tone. Yeah, got her tone. So I'm- you still I'm got the umbrasure? You know, honey, that mm -hmm. my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like great. the moment, but I'm, I'm about to have it overhauled and bring it out and start playing again. Because guess oh. what? She may be headed to London and do a master's degree in music just to switch it up a little bit. <gasps> oh, I you, know. Are you serious? <laughs> I know. Are you, you serious? You heard it here first. Yes. Oh my God. Like, since I'm like a music dork and I love classical music and everything, <laughs> like, you know, that like really touches my heart that, you know, you mm -hmm. went, you, so you had this path and you had two ways you could go, either the yeah. music creative side or going into science and you chose black and white science but then you found your way back to creative oh, yes. and being artistic and <clears throat> that's so amazing it's so fun i yeah. love it so you know <laughs> so with your business now um tell us a little bit more about you know what you enjoy most about your business and i see that you've done creative things there and then you have your podcast i would love you to tell us more about you know tea with josh you know tell hey, me girl. More that. <laughs> and tell us you know how you like kind of converge these things to create a business that you enjoy? Yeah, I think for me, you, you I had the choice. I could grow someone else's dream or I could grow my own. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't go to business school like a lot of people in this industry didn't. And I was very, I was blessed with a good head and a good heart. And I know how to treat people right and do the right thing. And, and I was really good at aesthetics. So I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to take that leap of faith. And I did. And little did I know that it would turn into what it turned into. It just started little old me. And then it turned into like I had a little team and I had two little rooms inside the salons by JC type setting. And then it turned into three rooms and then it turned into like, oh my gosh. And then now I have, it's turned into, we got their new office two years ago, went from, I think it was uh, 200 square feet to 1600 square feet, which is still a small little office. Oh, well, but for me, yeah. And, and then now we're just like, we need a bigger office because now I've got a full team. We've got four treatment rooms. I've got four providers. I think it's crazy to see like, like that dream take off. And it really boils down to um, keeping 
you know, like keeping that mindset of like going back into nursing. Like if I had, like, if this failed, like I'd go to Starbucks because nursing was that it's that crazy. Sometimes like we're, we're over, we're underappreciated We're they're overworked, we're underpaid. And I just, there was more to life for me than that. And I, I found that way through aesthetics and I was very blessed that um, I was able to create a space that it was culturing a safe space for me, you know, being a gay man, like yeah. not every place is safe. So creating a safe place, a place for myself, creating a safe space for people to come and be vulnerable. You know, whenever we're doing aesthetics works, it's not all vain. Yeah. There's sometimes, you know, they've got domestic violence scars or like oh. bulimia scars or like scars from abuse that we're trying to help them with and, and yeah. creating a safe, fun environment that um, I'm able to change people's lives in a nursing aspect in a different way that I never thought I would, um, that I can wake up every day and I don't feel like I do work. Like I get to go to my little safe space and I get to play. And so that's kind of what I've tried to create. And I, you know, I've did that here and then recreating it in Whisperwood, Seattle. So I'm very, very blessed. That is so beautiful. I love that, you know, creating the safe space and even the name of your establishment, you know, Whisperwood. If you could tell us a little bit more about the Whisperwood that you yeah. had when you were young. Yeah, it was so cool because it does relate back over to like, I grew up like as, as gay and as unicorn and city boy <laughs> as I may be. Honey, she can ride a horse and four with her with the best of them. So I grew up in East Tennessee and in the mountains yeah. and like one of my favorite places to go like when I'm feeling down and out and need to recharge or something that happens when you go into the woods on a hike and like you know something like it just envelops you with darkness like not darkness bad darkness but just like you go in and just everything disappears and nature sounds and as you walk through and you're just enveloped by nature and on the other side when you walk out you get back into the light and something's happened you feel refreshed you feel revitalized you feel rejuvenated and so Whisperwood is kind of the place I created like when you walk into our space the like the very front of it deep green ceiling walls everything it's all woodsy it's not that stark like sterile looking environment Mm -hmm. of a typical aesthetics clinic you walk in and it's like the desk is a living desk it's like living plants and all these things and it's so enveloping and then when you walk out on the other side you walk out with feeling refreshed, rejuvenated and revitalized. Like, and that's what, it's kind of like a walk in the woods with us. And then like whisper, the best kept secret should be the work that you have done and wood, very natural occurring in nature, the way you should look. So it kind of all ties in together. That's so nice. I love it. But I just love to hear like, you know, the background behind, you know, your experiences in life and how you've been successful in kind of translating those same experiences to your clients. And yeah, it, it's so funny because most people wouldn't expect that type of business from Talks Josh. You know, they would <laughs> they would expect me to be like, Talks Josh, the pink unicorn injectable place and it's sparkly and shitting rainbows and all these fabulous things. But then you walk in and it's like Whisperwood. It's this elevated brand. So I've got like two personalities. I got the Talks yeah. Josh brand and then I have my Whisperwood. Um, so it's kind of like bridging the gap between the two we still have whimsical moments little yeah. unicorns in there um <laughs> to keep it fun but yeah it's re- it's cool well it's like you know and I, I i and and i know enough in life and it's just like you know sometimes and and and, and i'm i've done it myself it's just like you create something that the that that you, you you create two sides of you i was a pastor's daughter so i did much of that I had two sides, honey. I had two sides. Same pastor's son. I'd be like, yes, Wait, yes, sir. Your pastor's yes, son? Your pastor's oh, yeah. son? 
Oh my God! Primitive I never Baptist. Primitive Baptist pastor. Seventh Day Adventist. Oh yeah. Wow. I knew. So I was on my knees, like in, on Sundays in church, <laughs> and then like on my knees in other ways behind people's back. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I know, but I know how two it sides. is. Two sides. <laughs> two sides. Two sides. PKs kids were the worst. Oh but, yeah. Were the worst, but you know, it's like. And another thing I want to ask you is like. When you came from, you know, working in the hospital and you made that leap, you know, how scary was it to make that leap? And tell me about some of the biggest hurdles you had to overcome, whether it was haters, naysayers, like, tell me about some of those hurdles. Yeah. So it was terrifying. Like, you know, that's like leap of faith. Like, and you're just like, Ooh, don't let me fall. Well, honey, like you're going to fall. You're going to drop, like, you're going to hit like an air pocket. You're going to fall. Like and hit turbulence, like 3000 feet. You're probably going to shake your pants a few times. You're going to be terrified. You're going to feel like you're failing. You're, you're, you may even hit ground wow. a little bit. You may bump along, mm. but then there's moments where like the, like, as you know, like an Eagle's wings, you're going to fly above the storm and it's beautiful view. Yeah. So for me, it was quite terrifying, but for me, it was the only choice left because I could not keep in the anxiety, the dreading of going to work, <clears throat> the working three days a week, which was great. But then like the rest of the days, like having that night shift tiredness of trying to get back and then it's right back into it, the death and dying. So like all of it just was like, you know what, this isn't for me. So, <clears throat> and it's not like I'm like, what else can I do? You know, I've been out of music for a while. So it, for me, it was my last resort with nursing. And so um, I took the leap of faith and it was terrifying, but I look back on it. And I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. Would I do it differently? Like, I'm glad I did it. Would I say people do it differently if, if to encourage them to get a yes? Like I would mm -hmm. definitely do it differently. Um, <clears throat> but some of the hurdles that I had was, you know, it's so funny. Ooh, right. Heidi, you ready for this tea? Are you I'm ready? ready for this tea? Hold on, let me get my water. I'm gonna tea you, but I got water. Heidi, 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 let's just take a drink. Mm because oh. it is so funny <clears throat> how we will blindly support people like celebrities like Kylie Jenner comes out with a garbage skincare line and mm. we will literally <clears throat> yeah there's tea on that too uh <laughs> and people are like oh my god yes purchase purchase buy like yes. like 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 follow 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 or JLo comes out with another garbage skin line um oh, and it's like ooh, like <clears throat> hello but she's like, ooh, and we'll support. Or like, you know, I got a new job and we'll support and support, support. But when you start your own business, it is lonely because all of your friends suddenly disappear. They stop following you. Oh, I don't want to see your business stuff. Or blah, blah, oh, like you're saying, like, I just don't want to see that. But then I will see them share and like stuff from the Kardashians. And people, they don't even know, they will support and like. They will go to Walmart. They will shop on Amazon. They will do anything. But heaven forbid they support you. People unfollowed you through all this stuff. So that was a big thing <clears throat> to really see. But you know what, honey? I love it when the garbage takes its own self out because Preach. then I <clears throat> I ain't gotta go outside in the freezing cold. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. and it it's amazing how small your circle I, that's what I the struggle was is I had a lot of friends and uh, uh, so-called friends, they're acquaintances. Associates, yes. Yeah, but it was amazing to see how small that circle shrank. Yeah. And the people that truly were there for you, those are the ones that matter, um, and, and those that weren't. And so that was a big struggle to see, like, you know, I'm busting my tail off. Like, I've, I'm growing this thing, but, like, if I did something cool with, like, in my work work, like, mm -hmm. they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a blah, blah, blah. But 
it, that's that was a, a, a big thing and just the the loneliness like you don't have anybody cheering you on you don't have a boss mm. above being like good job you know you're your cheerleader and um and you got to have a good support system so and just the the, the you know the patience you know yeah. this will it will definitely teach you the patience um to kind of go to, to grow a business yeah. and to and it will test you to the universal test you honey to see oh. if it's truly what you want and it'll make you almost give up and give up and give up and a lot of people do and they're not meant for that and some yeah. people succeed and I'm very blessed with that so that was some of the biggest struggles that I had just a lot of in your mind you know yeah. like like we're only limited by what we think we can do or we can't do so that was a big thing yeah that's so huge and like it's funny you talk about like the friends and everything and like you know people unfollowing you when you're doing your business thing and then you see that they've got the things that you do but with somebody else and you're just like hold on like wait a whole minute it's it's yeah. so disrespectful you know yeah. and and I found over time though I, it's like I was talking to uh, someone today it's about vibrations you know they're just not ready for you to separate and go onto a different plane than they are mm -mm. and they don't want to no. see it they don't want to see no. it and you know what <clears throat> i'm gonna be on my fm radio station over here honey it is cute unicorn 1.3 yes and it is straight up i am vibing this is my thing you yes. you want to tune in you know turn that radio station tune in with me mm -hmm. you know if it's not your station that's viewed by the radio you turn. can turn it exactly. but i'm gonna be over here and if you yes. want part of this radio station, tune in. If you don't tune out, but I'm not going to change my vibrational energy yes. to match yours. You know yes. what I mean? And That's that so was beautiful. a thing. <clears throat> it is a thing. It's, it's all about, we all, it's like we, you know, energy and your energy is just like time. It's precious yes. and it is valuable. And you got to be careful what you allow to take your energy yes. and what you put your energy towards. Yeah, that that's a whole word. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make a post on that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Honey, find yes. your tribe to match your vibe. That is straight it's the up truth, it. though. Like even it was funny. Like um, you know, you know, Dr. Dina, obviously, and she yeah. sent me a book in the mail. So she was like, Leslie, I just finished reading this book, and she sent it to me. I read it. it, it it's um uh oh my goodness, wow! I'm talking about a book, and I the Coelho book, the um um alchemy, the alchemist. The Ooh. Alchemist. But oh, yeah. I, somebody's told me to read that. I need to read oh, it. Oh, I'll send you the copy she sent me. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it going. Travel to traveling pants, <laughs> the sisterhood. Yes. I'll, I'll send it to you. And it's just like, it talks about that, you know, your purpose and like aligning with the people, but it's like in a beautiful story. But that's how life goes. People just start dropping off, like you said, taking the garbage out. And then other people come into your life that are not afraid of seeing you win and they're clapping for <clears throat> you the whole yes. entire way. Mm, 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 three mm. snaps for that. Yes. <laughs> three snaps. And so while we're on motivation, I want to know, like, what do you do in order to stay motivated and consistent daily? What are some <clears throat> of your things that you do? Oh, gosh. <clears throat> you know, self-love and self-care is the number one thing, I think, because it's hard to feel from an empty cup. I, I know it's so cliche to say that, but honey, it's true. Like, you, we give and give. And as a nurse injector, honey, we turn into therapists. We turn into best friend. We turn into like shoulder to cry on, honey. We turn into laughter. 
throughout the entire day. And people wondered like, Josh, cut out and party. I'm like, no, man, I'm going to make sweet love to my pillow on my couch (laughs) and do nothing because we tired, honey. We tired. So it is very much something like self-care. Like I make sure to try to fill my cup, something I never did. And then I wondered why I was like being a depressed, miserable little hunty over here. And and so like I make sure to get massages. I make sure to... to instead of constantly and it's a it's a constant reminder I, I and, and I talk about this when I speak on stages and all this stuff is that I take the time to make sure that when I climb that mountain I don't look for the next mountain to climb I stop mm. I pause and I enjoy the view and I turn around and I look at like the journey that I just did and I'm like you know what look where you come from <clears throat> and just have moments of gratitude yeah. you know that like if you're having a shitty day or you're having just like bad time, stop that stinking thinking, put, put that honey in reverse, throw it away. Cause you ain't got time for it and just <laughs> sit back and be like, I'm grateful. Like, my, like for example, I was so packed from se- September to December. You couldn't get on my schedule. Yeah. And then I made some changes where I was like cutting down to like working one week a month to be able yeah. to have a life work life balance. And then all of a sudden it slows down and you're like, <gasps> and just, <laughs> And it's like, no, the teacher needs to become the student. You need to stop. You need to like take a breath and you need to just turn to gratitude. And you would be amazed at how it will change your life. So that motivates me is is looking back on when things get hectic, Mm -hmm. taking a break, recognizing my craziness, stopping Mm -hmm. it and taking a look back on where I've come from, how far I've come and all the blessings that I've got in my life. And it's okay that I'm not at the level I may want to be at. Yeah. That's the beauty of the journey. It's not about mm. the destination. It's about the journey, you know? Yes. And if you focus too much on the destination, honey, you go and get there in 10, 15, whatever years, and you're going to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. The journey, the journey, that's yeah. like the most important thing in gratitude mm-hmm. You know, I always talk about him, but Jim Rohn is one of my favorites. I always say rest in peace to Jim Rohn. But he talks about that. Like, you know, if you have a million dollars and you put it in the the hands of someone who has a bad mentality and then you take it away from the person who has a good mentality, that money all of a sudden is going to switch over to the person with the good mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like like mindset is so important. And like you said, gratitude. I think that's that's that's. It is. We we take care of our business. We take care of our patients. We take care of our teams and all that stuff. But we got to take care of ourselves and our mind to to be able to make sure that we are able to keep doing that for others. Exactly. So you know, you've been on a you've been on a lot of stages. You've done a lot of amazing <clears throat> things in your career. And so, can you tell us about some of those pinnacle moments of when you like got on stage and you have hundreds of people in front of you and you're like, oh God, the hell! Like, tell us about some of those <clears throat> moments. Yeah. I remember like back before, like, like who talks, or who's talks Josh, who's this kid? Like when I had like no followers on Instagram, I was nobody in the industry and, and, you know, just trying to make a name for myself. <clears throat> and I remember going to conferences and speaking and just, you know, I think the, per- my personality, like, um, is I just love to make people laugh and have fun, but spill the tea when it's hot <clears throat> and keep yeah. it real unapologetically me. And like, it was not always the case, like being a gay man from East Tennessee, I had to not be me. And I had Mm. to like, whether it was protection or whatever it was, like, you know, it was not okay to be me back home. So like, 
and I tried to, I still wasn't myself. So when I started like accepting myself and stuff, it was cool to see it be accepted, especially in the Mm -hmm. industry and then get asked to like talk at these events. And then like, and then, then when I would go to the next one, then it would be even more people signed up to like, listen, and then I'd go to a big one. And then like, it was like, I stood there for like an hour with people wanting to take a picture with me. And I was like, I looked over at like one of my teammates, Victoria, I was like, what is it? She was like, Josh, I was like, what has happened? And it was so overwhelming. I mean, it was like an hour to try to take a, to, to take pictures with these people that like one girl fainted. And I, like, she was like, like, I was like, honey, honey, how to wake up. I'm not Brady Spears. Let's come down and let's come down. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just a little homo from East Tennessee. Like what's going on? <clears throat> and, but to hear like to be able to speak and to motivate and to empower, especially women. I may be a man, but honey, I'm a gay man, so I'm half woman anyways. Like yes, <clears throat> to empower, to empower women yes. and to be able to connect with people and be relatable, you know, and all this stuff. It's really cool. And then to see that just blow up on like a, a bigger scale. It was really cool just to experience experience that. Like last big conference was AMSPA back in uh, 2020 before the, the, the COVID. Mm-hmm. And just to like see like 1,500 people there for you, like, you know, and, and interact with you and all this stuff, like that's really cool. And it really humbled me to know that like, wow, you do have a voice. Like you, you've, you got, you've made a place at the table, at the table of aesthetics and people value what you have to say. And you're making a difference and you're making people laugh and, 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 and smile and empowering them. And that is what it's all about for me. Like I could, I could not inject another day as long as I keep doing that. That's what I thrive on. So it's been really cool to have that recognized, but also to feel so much love from all the colleagues and people and all that stuff. It's been wonderful. That's, I, I love that. I know what you said, you know, when you're growing up and it's like, you know, especially being a pastor's kid and growing up in Tennessee and like people are so hateful for no reason. Oh God. Right? For no reason. And it's like, <clears throat> no reason. You know, you'll wonder why someone hates you and it's just because they hate something in themselves. And that, that's what I found. Yeah. Oh, it's always projection. And I'm just yep. like, the, like, honey, it's tw- like, we need to call up behind the times, cancel everybody's <laughs> subscription. Because I know, why are we still so like, what does it matter what happens in my bedroom between my sheets with another person? Mm. Honey, it ain't doesn't affect anything on you. Why are we still, we can appreciate all, like go to an animal and see all the, the birds and there's red, yellow, blue, green, all these colors. And mm-hmm. we appreciate their beauty, but we cannot appreciate the beauty of the different colors of humans that are here. And we're still yeah. seeing color and it's 2021. People stop it. Like it's a mess. It is stop that. Like stop it. Like, I hate it. And you know, kind of speaking on things that we don't like, and we're kind of getting thrills to the end here, but you know, I want to find out like, what is one of your biggest gripes besides people, you know, <clears throat> doing oh, Walmart bins, but what is <laughs> you know, the biggest gripe that you think you would have in the industry right now? Let's go to honey, honey, dude, how many episodes we got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be like, let me spice this into two, like part one, part two. Oh, my biggest thing so I'm a big speaker I think it's kind of cool to know that like me and my my buddy Sarah Bird she's like one of my injector besties love her to pieces she and I just did this post like two or two and a half years ago that kind of blew up 
uh, consultant clinic got a hold of it. Julie Horn got a hold of it and it just spread like wildfire. It was my face and her face, you know, side by side and how we're two people in the industry, but we support the hell out of one another. Mm -hmm. And that, and we, I started kind of the thing community over competition in the aesthetics industry. That came from you? It did. Yeah. So blew up on this tiny little post and it spread like wildfire. And I think what it exposed is my biggest pet peeve in this industry is that people are so catty in this industry that they will go to links to destroy another person all because they see them as a threat or competition. I don't care if you open up shop right beside of me, Julie Horn considered one of the best in the world. She also is, happens to be truly one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, she could come open up shop. She could be like, Josh, I'm opening up right next to you. Most people would turn into nasty. They'd be like, oh, yes, of course. And behind they'd be like, oh, hell no, because she's going to take all my business. She's the best in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be over here going, Julie Horn's opening up next to me. Yes. Like, how do you take all my business? I'm coming to work for you. You know, like, <clears throat> it's, or like, what can we do together? Like all these things. Yeah. And it's sad because in Nashville alone, I'm hated by so many. And yes, I hope Nashville people are listening to this, injectors. Why do you hate me? I am not a threat to you. I'm successful. Your practices are successful. I'm not a threat to you. Why Why are you hating? I love everybody. I'm like, there's not a hate bone in my body. And it happens because they get in a competitive mindset mm. and it's cancer to this industry when they, and I don't care, like, and you've got doctors tearing apart nurses. You've got nurses tearing apart yeah. nurses. You've got nurses tearing apart doctors. It's bullshit. And I don't care what alphabet soup you have behind, behind your name. <laughs> like we have to band together and we are stronger together in this industry. Yeah. And when you come in with this competitive cattiness, honey, we ain't got no time for it. No it's cancer. Time. And if I have anything to do with it, I'm going to come in with some chemotherapy and how are we going to chemotherapy the <laughs> shit up out of it? Because we ain't got time for it. Yeah. So I would say that mentality like there is enough people to go around in this industry. Like mm-hmm. even if you are one, I'm one of 90 med spas mm-hmm. and aesthetics clinics in Williamson County. And That's I'm just fine. Cause there's wow. plenty of people. Like yeah. I, if I wanted all the business in Nashville, all the business, I'd, I'd be booked for two years solid because, mm-hmm. and I couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't want in because they don't go wait two years. Nope. I mean, they should, because I do good lips, but I mean, hello, <laughs> there's other good people yes. out there. You know, like there's plenty to go around. So keep your head down, stay focused on you, screw what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. The only person you're in competition with is the person that you were yesterday. And how can you be a better version of them? So you are a better person tomorrow. Screw everything else. So God, I feel like we just had church. That I, help? Was, did that answer here, that question? I'm here like, yes, like, where's my and church the whole like, congregation said, gay man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. It's like, you know, it's funny you say that because I put up a post the other day. I was like, there is 382 million or billion people in, or is it million yeah. or billion? Oh God. Uh, I think, oh, bil- mm, is it mil- million? I think it's a million here. Yeah, so 382 million <laughs> people in the United States. I'm like, why are we sitting there thinking in scarcity mindset? Like, honey, like, just like you did, you open up a spot in Seattle. Uh, like, like, hello. Uh, you could <laughs> come up, you could open up, exactly, Seattle. You could open up a spot in Texas. You could open a spot in New Jersey. You could open a spot in all these different places, and you're going to pull in your little piece that's meant for you from the 382 million in the whole entire country. <clears throat> There you go. I don't understand people. I don't, it's unrealistic expectation for me to want all that business. 
yeah. greediness has no place. It's just, uh, you can't monopolize the aesthetics industry because honey, you ain't that good. You ain't that good. No, no syringe or dick is that good, girl. No, yeah, sorry. We all have an expiration date. We all have an expiration date. All the snaps, do you hear it? Snaps. You know, we like to look and snatch and everything. Our hands are working beautifully now and all of that, but it's not forever. No, we got to cultivate a culture of acceptance in this industry for whenever I am 60 years old and I don't want to do this anymore. I want to make sure that there's damn good injectors, you know, like yeah. there's just no place for that toxicity. Like we all, we're all cute. We all do good work. Well, most of us do good work, hmm. but there are some out there. I'm like, honey, you need to put the needle down and go work <laughs> at Starbucks. Go back to that trauma unit. Go back to the med surge unit. Because there is no place for you. Exactly. I'm like, woof. They'd be like, oh my God, look at my before and after. I'm like, oh. I'm like, why did you post that? <laughs> like, no, but it addresses another thing in this industry. I don't know, we're probably out of time, but body dysmorphic disorder is so big in this oh, industry. Yeah. But it's also with the providers because half the providers have it because look, go to a conference, honey. I want to set up a Hylinex booth to reverse this filler. I'm like, sweetie, you need to make love to a bottle of it. Because they have a distorted image. Yeah. They and they make their face look crazy and they're making patients' faces look crazy. And I'm just like, wow, like what this is not what a human looks like. Like Avatar is a movie. It should not be a human. You know what I mean? Dead, but <clears throat> it's true. But this is the last thing I'll say in it, and then we're gonna move on so we can close up. But it's like you see people like, oh yeah, I injected my own lips. I inject I do everything on myself before I do it to my clients. And I'm like, I could tell, <laughs> ma'am. Ooh, mm. And wow. I just did a story about that. I tea time the heck up out of it. I was like, we should not be injecting ourselves. Don't you get me started. Oh, Lord. It's crazy. I'm like, you got friends for this in the industry. Community over competition. Use your friends. Like, stop. <laughs> right? Like, I'm stop. right down the street. Come here. I'll do it. Come here. Exactly. Just bring <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, I, I would love to talk to you forever because we could go <clears throat> on and on and on. But, you know, oh, yeah. I do want to ask you, you know, my last question to you is like, if you could talk to Josh who was just starting, <clears throat> what would be your advice for new med spa owner Josh? Mm. It would be, you don't realize what a wonderful human you are. Oh, I'm gonna get choked up. Just as you are perfectly made all of you all the parts that you think people hate about you or won't accept they're beautiful and you are you can do it you are enough you have got it and just think think your biggest thing because in in your wildest imagination because you only you don't even know the potential you have and what you're going to become. So don't limit yourself. Think bigger and be unapologetically you 100% and love yourself above all things. That would be it. That's so yeah. beautiful, Josh. I, I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. This is a different side of you than I see on Instagram. And I really appreciate you being vulnerable and like open with me. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, dearie. It was a blast. You're wonderful. You, know, you are. I love you. Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. 
I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.